Hi guys, and welcome back to the Apex Delta Coaching Podcast. My name is Kieran Moore, and I'm the head coach and owner of Apex Delta Coaching. On this show, my aim is to help educate, inform, and drive you to get stronger, fitter, and more resilient as an athlete and human. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about hybrid training. Specifically, how we can combine and train for both strength and endurance goals at the same time. I'm going to talk about what needs to be considered both individually within those two uh, separate piles and then what to do when we bring them together. This is going to lead into how we structure a program in both the long and the short term and then we'll finish up with some potential limitations to this type of training. With that, let's get into today's show. I think a good starting point and something that's worth considering when we talk about hybrid training is um, how we talk, how we approach either of those those goals in in isolation, so the strength and then the sort of endurance parts, um, and then how we can combine them together. So so some considerations when we're looking at strength training. First off, we need to be lifting relatively heavy loads, re- heavy weights essentially. Um, what this means is approximately seventy five or up percent of a one rep max this just means that the most weight we could lift for one possible rep um and that is obviously relevant to whatever context we're looking at in terms of whatever movement that might be um but we need to be lifting at 75 percent or above ideally to really be looking at um, building strength specifically um we can be lifting outside of that range obviously below that or up up into the really sort of the high kind of 90 and plus percent um, but that's going to be eliciting slightly different uh, adaptations, especially when we go below 75%, um, just because we're not driving enough overall tension and overall load through our muscles to really get strength adaptations. Uh, but when we're looking at this in terms of strength training, that's where we want to kind of be in that kind of approximately 75 plus percent range. This then allows us to be training uh, specific, so choosing the areas we want to specifically target for our kind of call it output so the things we're really looking to drive strength in if that is specific movements say we were in a powerlifting context where we have to be driving strength within the squat bench and deadlift the three primary lifts or maybe we're just in a more general focus of we're just looking to generally be stronger and then we can start to look maybe like a little bit more like movement patterns so squats hinges pushes pulls uh, and the movements within those don't necessarily matter so much uh, but we can drive things that matter in terms of the output that we're looking for. Making a distinction between health and performance um, is probably important in this in this case, because obviously, as we talked about, if we're looking for performance within a specific sport like powerlifting or weightlifting, um, what we need to be do, doing is a lot more uh, specific and a lot more specialised towards those um, specific competition lifts. Whereas if we're looking more on a health or in just a general sense, like what we're doing then doesn't need to be quite so specific and we can focus on different aspects, different movements to get the gains and the, the changes we want and the strength that we want to build. I think a nice way to approach this is through something called the minimum effective dose. Uh, what this basically means is that rather than just doing as much as we possibly can, what we're looking to do is just find the absolute minimum that we can still be doing and get the results and the gains that we're looking for. The benefit of this approach is that we're not doing any extra junk volume uh, and we can really maximize our recovery and then subsequently our ability to actually adapt because we're not doing too much. We're doing just enough to make the get the results we want and no more. 
this becomes really important when we start to talk about then combining hybrid goals so strength and the endurance as we don't really want to be having to have any extra recovery costs that we don't need necessarily by doing too much in any of those individual areas I think a nice way to approach this is for a high low model between our strength days and conditioning specifically if we're looking for kind of like more long long sort of duration endurance goals alongside our strength goals having this idea of having the conditioning days being our low stimulus so low intensity and our strength days being our high intensity stimulus uh, having having a sort of a difference between those so setting those at two different levels really allows us to maximize the recovery recovery we can get between them and also to separate out those goals enough so that we can keep each goal the goal and not really be training the same stimulus just in different ways some good general practices to look at within strength training then so i think in terms of trying to then combine the two together front loading the week with the more intense work so off the back of a weekend typically when people have been a little bit more rested um if you put all of your more intense work towards the start of the week you're then going to have lots of energy and be able to get as much from that and put as much into that as you can which then leads more into the volume based week volume based work later in the week so we might go from doing shorter harder sessions at the start of the week then to our easier longer sessions towards the end of the week we want to look at targeting the big patterns first if that's um, specific to our performance goals i.e like weightlifting powerlifting those are going to be the squat bench and deadlift or snatch clean and jerk for example or if we're looking kind of more generalized it's going to be things like squat, hin- squats hinges pushes pulls those kind of movements um, are going to be what we target first and then we build everything out and the accessory movements around that so we look to target our output exercises first so the things we're driving for strength gains and then we fill in everything else around that afterwards Moving into then sort of endurance and or conditioning or whatever you want to call that. Um, some considerations with this is having the complementary stimuli or opposing stimuli. So what this just means is that we either um, have the ability to consolidate our stresses together. So as we talked about before, if we're doing high intensity endurance work, um, so sprints, intervals, that kind of thing, um, we probably want to be pairing that up with similar stress type in terms of the strength training if we're doing two different things on the same day it can start to get a little bit murky in terms of what we're going to be adapting to um, and that's where some of the potential limitations come in with this style of training so by consolidating our stresses so by putting for example both of all of our intense work be that strength conditioning whatever endurance work at the start of the week and then we build into a more maybe like hypertrophy so volume based strength work and then our uh, volume-based endurance work towards the end of the week we're kind of separating out those two ends of the spectrum a little bit even in regards to doing the separate modalities for the strength and the endurance work this just allows for our adaptive energy reserves to be appropriately um, assigned to each type of stimulus rather than just uh, trying to do everything at once which is very rarely going to uh, benefit or come off with any significant gains If we're looking for sort of general health uh, or fitness, so a more general approach, um, going for a very slow and low approach with this conditioning is really beneficial. This might even just look like walking, for example, or hiking or any kind of low intensity, um, sort of longer duration type exercise we can do. So cycling, walking, swimming, potentially whatever that is specific to your goals even. So if you have goals of being able to walk certain distances or if you have a specific event you might be training for, 
or if you're just sort of in more general sense, like doing this kind of low intensity stuff works really well in this hybrid training model when then combined with uh, the strength training. If we're then going into more of a performance-based goal, so this might then be specific to your sport, to the event you're training for, for whatever your specific goal might be within a performance realm. This is when it gets a little bit more kind of complicated, I suppose, in a sense of we're going to have to then be mixing modalities. Uh, and modalities are going to be very specific to obviously whatever you're training for in a performance sense. Um, so if you're like a field sport athlete, then running is probably going to be your kind of more specific modality. Um, whereas if you're a, I don't know, a rower or if you're looking to enter a triathlon, for example, um, there are obviously then swimming, running, biking. There's different modalities then that are very specific to that performance goal that you're going to have to be fitting into this kind of whole whole picture, if you like. Um, and then alongside that, when performance becomes a becomes a goal, we have different intensities and likely higher intensities, so kind of more closely aligned with that race pace type scenario. Uh, and then these have to be fit into that whole model in terms of how we fit together the different intensities and how they jive together, I guess, with that strength training as well. Again, with the endurance stuff, we really want to be looking for that minimum effective dose. We don't want to just be doing extra junk volume, extra junk miles for the sake of it, which aren't really giving much in terms of a reward back. So the risk reward is just isn't there. You're not getting the benefit back from doing that extra volume, but you are getting downsized to it in terms of you're having an extra recovery cost that are associated with that. Some good general practices to follow when we're looking at endurance training and specifically within this hybrid training context. Um, building from slow to fast is a really good way to build our endurance. So we want to start off doing everything very slow uh, and, and definitely massively sub-maximally. So we want to be doing stuff that really is easy when we start out and then building up that pace over time. We don't really too want to be starting with too much for the faster, higher intensity work. Um, when we start out, we want to build up the capacity to handle more volume first before we start handling more intensity equally we want to build from short to long so we don't want to start out and go into this with say like you're going to run a marathon for example uh, and you're aiming for a four hour marathon you wouldn't want to start out on day one by running four hours you'd want to go from doing shorter pieces into those longer um, pieces that are more closely aligned to whatever you're going to be doing with your event your race your goal whatever that might be most importantly, I think do what you enjoy and will consistently stick to. This is especially important when we come to the uh, kind of more general or health or fitness based goals. Um, with this endurance side of it or conditioning side of it, we really want to be doing stuff you enjoy. If you don't enjoy walking, if you don't enjoy biking, then find something you do enjoy and that you will actually stick with and do consistently because if you don't do it consistently you're not going to get the results so if you don't enjoy it and you don't do it consistently then we're going to be putting ourselves in a bit of a deficit before we've even started moving now into what we would do when we combine these goals um so yeah the different training stimuli that we've talked about so those higher lower intensities the the strength training the endurance they all present different stresses to our body uh, and we only have so much adaptive energy reserve if you like so energy that we can actually put towards adapting and improving um, and if we have too many different stimuli especially too many different stimuli that are too closely packed together then this whole idea of um, adapting just becomes a little bit watered down and we will be trying to do everything at once and in subsequent fashion we won't be actually improving anything at all what we would be much more readily suited towards is choosing a few things that we want to focus on 
uh, and applying more more energy, more of that adaptive energy reserve to those less goals rather than choosing everything at once and trying to attack everything at once because everything then gets a much lower percentage of that uh, adaptive energy um, than it would otherwise get and then everything's then going to not be able to adapt and improve as much as we'd like in that, that sort of that way because we're spreading ourselves too thin between too many different goals. What does this mean in terms of uh, hybrid training goals? So I'd say probably choosing a goal maybe for each of those elements. So a strength-based goal and a an endurance-based goal and kind of really focus your programming and your, your overall training towards those, those two goals rather than sort of saying, I want to be able to do this, this, and this in the strength goal and I want to do this, this, and this in endurance. And it just becomes a little bit too... Um, too sort of expansive and you're not really getting any any real adaptations that are going to be specific to any of the goals you're just kind of generally watering it all down and you're going to be limiting how much you can actually progress in any one thing at once separate separating out the components is an important bit so i have think having dedicated days to two specific focus i.e having a strength day having an endurance day rather than getting into a trap too much of just trying to do everything on every day um this kind of falls in with that idea we just talked about as well as the idea of um, consolidating stresses. So I think some good ways to do this is having high intensity days and then volume days. So as we kind of talked about the idea of front loading our week with more and high intensity days. So having our strength days being like real high intensity focused um, or even volume focused potentially like a hypertrophy towards the end of the week. And then the same with our endurance days. So having more high intensity endurance days and having more volume based endurance days that might fall then towards the end of the week. So this falls in that typical idea of maybe doing like a long run or a long endurance type thing at the weekend. Um, we then come back into a Monday session and we do our hard strength training or that high intensity strength training on that day, which might look like heavy, heavy triples, heavy fives, for example. Um, and then over that week, we then build in away from that sort of um, higher intensity work towards lower intensity, but then subsequently we have more volume towards the end of the week. I think it's a nice way to structure it and it fits very well together when we're talking about this kind of hybrid training goal. The effects of fatigue are really important. So it is important to note that each thing will affect the other in the sense of the strength training can have an effect on your endurance and vice versa. Obviously, this is this is a fairly obvious concept. If you go and do a really hard, long uh, ride, for example, on a weekend, when you come back in on that Monday, things might be affected. There might be certain elements of your training. You might feel a bit sore. You might feel a bit stiff. So this is where that kind of idea of that minimum effective dose comes in again, where we want to really be looking to minimize the recovery cost that we have from our training by doing just enough to get the results we want and not really doing too much more because if we start doing too much more, that's when we get problems in terms of recovery and then adaptive energy reserves and those kind of concepts. If we are trying to push volumes and intensities at the same time, this can start to cause problems. So we really probably want to focus our training towards one or the other at any any specific phase. So it might be that we have like an accumulation phase where in our strength and our endurance work, we're both kind of trying to increase the volume we can handle. And then other phases where we're then trying to look to increase the intensity, so paces or weights lifted um, within both of those separate kind of uh, goals. And we probably don't want to be doing or trying to do too much of both at the same time. So if we're really looking to drive volume and intensity at the same time, that's where issues can start to come in with recovery, with adaption um, or adaptation and with our actual ability to improve and get better over time.
moving into now talking about specifics on programming. So we'll look at the short term first. So kind of like a weekly layout, if you like. Um, so I think a free free split works very well here. And what that means is we have free endurance or conditioning days and then free strength days across a week. This is obviously a nice balance between the two and it gives us that then that one day and a week off so that we can get some real recovery in before we then start that cycle again into the next week. So this obviously works in terms of if we have kind of more balanced strength and endurance goals. But if you have goals that are more heavily weighted towards one or the other, obviously that can be adapted and that can adjust up or down um, or sort of more towards either end of that spectrum, if you like, um, based on what your specific goals are. So I think splitting the um, strength work um, either as by a movement focus or as an outcome focus. So having sort of like strength or hypertrophy days, for example, is a really good way to break up those strength days. So this might be that we have, uh, if we're looking for more powerlifting type goals, for example, we might have a squat day, a bench day and a deadlift day. And within that context, we then fill out the rest of our day around that. But we have those three days split up into those different things. For example, then maybe if we're doing um, a four day um, strength split with like those two extra days conditioning, we might have two upper, two lower days, for example. Or if we're then going on the outcome focus, we might have like a strength day towards the start of the week where we're doing all our higher intensity, higher um, load work. And then we have more towards the end of the week, we have our hypertrophy days. So the outcomes changed across the week. Conditioning again can be along a similar line so we can have kind of uh different focuses in terms of um modalities so we might have a, a swimming day a biking day a running day that kind of stuff or we might then have um different uh, outcome focuses for the day so we might have different intensity focuses so we might do intervals one day we might do um a kind of a more long slow in, um, aerobic capacity day another um that kind of thing I think when we're looking in terms of health and fitness, we could just have all those days being low and slow. So really easy, easy days on every every day we're doing it. And that can really benefit um, our overall goals in terms of being a little bit stronger and getting some fitness as well. Or we can go on like that high low approach where this is where it maybe comes starts becomes more into that kind of performance model where we're chasing specific goals. Um whereby we're having some days that are higher. So some days it might be higher intensity followed by lower days and then higher days, lower days. So it kind of it peaks and troughs between those two um, different uh, types of stress so that we're getting variation across what we're doing. And we also allow recovery between those sessions as well. I like the idea of going, again, as I've talked about, from less to more volume throughout the week so that we end our week on a higher volume piece and then we cycle back into that lower in or lower volume, higher intensity stuff towards the start of the week. So it's kind of using that idea of we get some rest over the weekend and then we go into a higher intensity piece again on Monday and then we slowly taper that down in terms of intensity whilst our volume ramps up towards the end of the week. This obviously doesn't work with everybody. Different people have different schedules. So some people this might not fit with in terms of what their daily or weekly structure looks like. But obviously that can be adapted to that very, very easily in terms of working out potentially where that person's kind of higher and lower um, stress days will be uh, over the course of a week. So that we are getting a nice split between those kind of more uh, volume based days and then more intensity based days as well. In the long term then, so this is now looking sort of monthly or potentially even like yearly. So we're looking at a longer term training program now. Um, 
where we have very specific goals. So you might have an event you're training for, you might have a race, you might have um, whatever specific goals in terms of strength training, like in terms of getting certain numbers on your lifts or a, an event, a competition. Um, so your planning of your training needs to build up to that end goal. So that needs to take into account, obviously, the actual specifics of the goal. Um, so the event and what you'll be tested on in that event, as well as obviously potentially the levels you want to reach when you get there. So you might have certain times you want to hit for an event or you might have certain weights you want to lift. And then obviously the time scale that you have between where you are now and when that event starts or when that event is, is really important to be able to structure that. So it builds up appropriately towards a point where you are then at your sort of full capacity or highest potential when you go into that uh, that event. If we're then looking more generally with our goals, um, I like to think the idea of you can cycle through sort of eight to week, eight to 12 week kind of cycles that then really in, like repeat indefinitely. If we don't have our, these specific goals, we don't necessarily have to be having a very specific focus in what we're doing. So I think we can generally work along the lines of having kind of accumulation phases. So we might work on accumulating volume over intensity for four, six weeks. We then flip to going into more intensity focus. So we focus on more kind of higher intensity, lower volume work for the next period of six weeks, for example. We then might have some kind of transition period whereby we're deloading or we're focusing on something else entirely for a few weeks. And then we cycle back into that accumulation, intensification, transition, and so on and so on indefinitely within those kind of idea of those eight to 12 week larger cycles, potentially. This works really well in terms of a general focus because it just allows us to focus on different qualities at different times. It keeps training interesting and changes things up. Uh, and it also allows us to actually make some real progress in over over longer term, but not necessarily generally um, specifically focused, sorry, towards uh, any any one set of goals that we might have. Finally, then, I want to just talk about some potential limitations with this type of training. So I think with any type of training that we're doing, with any goals, with any um, training plan, there's always going to be uh, positives and then potentially some some drawbacks to that training program. Um, so I think it's important to always discuss those and think about how we might potentially be limiting ourselves in certain ways. So I think when we are trying to target separate or different goals, so strength and endurance in this case, um, there's always going to be some element of trade-off. Uh, it, it won't be possible to truly specialise and optimise either aspect um, completely in isolation. So for example, if you wanted to be a, a world record marathon runner, by having concurrent or hybrid training programs, you're not necessarily going to be able to optimize fully towards that marathon training goal, for example. Um, what this does mean, though, is that in a positive sense, we can optimize as much as we can in terms of either side of it. And we can still get some really good improvements and some really impressive um, hybrid training feats. And there are plenty of athletes that have some pretty incredible uh, feats in both in both areas at the same time. But compared to someone who is a specialist within that specific area, so compared to like a powerlifter, compared to a marathon runner, um, they're not necessarily, they don't stack up. But when you compare them to people who are training both of those things, or when you compare them to each of those, those sort of different ends um, respectively, you see that they are better overall and it's kind of like they're they're the ultimate 
athlete if you like in a sense that they are optimizing both ends of that spectrum but they're not necessarily specializing towards any specific goal uh we have to be considerate and carefully monitor and manage our fatigue and recovery with this type of training this is true of any type of training but specifically within this context obviously we're having lots of multiple different stimuli um presented and as we've talked about through this episode um if we're not kind of blocking together those those stimuli correctly if we're not managing this correctly um we can put ourselves in dig ourselves into a bit of a hole that's pretty hard to get out of or we could just will massively limit the amount of progress we can actually make if we're not taking into account the fact that these different stimuli will affect our bodies in different ways and we so so we have to really be focusing on um managing that effectively and working within that minimum effective dose for both of those things really to make sure that we're not overloading ourselves with volume or intensity if we do try to do everything at once it will go wrong um this is kind of a fairly fairly hard and fast rule in this respect um like if you're trying to balance everything and if you're trying to just smash everything together into like the same day for example um this can this is where things can start to go wrong so we we don't really want to be doing our like really high intensity strength work and all of our like really high intensity or really long duration volume um, endurance work on the same day we don't want to be kind of trying to put too much in in a shorter space of time without sufficient time to recover and adapt and account for the different sort of fatigue that we're going to be kind of uh, accumulating through this type of training. I think this comes down to really just keeping the separate goals, the separate goals, and we don't want to try and blur the lines too much. Yes, there's going to be a certain element of that because we are chasing chasing kind of typically opposite goals, so strength and endurance at the same time, but we want to keep the strength goals and we want to keep the endurance goals separate, and we don't necessarily want them to start crossing over too much um, when we're truly trying to trace both of these in a hybrid sense. If we're thinking in a sporting context, then there might be some a little bit more crossover. So, for example, field sport athletes where strength training and endurance training is probably quite important uh, to be doing sort of in the same program. Um, but they're, they're still working towards one common goal, which is improving at their sport. That's where it then becomes a little bit different in that context because everything needs to be working towards the same goal but we're just attacking it from different angles whereas if we're a hybrid athlete working on strength and endurance goals separately but in the same program that's when we're kind of almost we're focusing on two ends of of the spectrum for different purposes we're not necessarily focusing them into one ultimate goal um we're kind of focusing on very separate things together so i think that's it in terms of the episode um i hope you've enjoyed it and speak soon Okay, guys, that's it for today. Thanks for listening in to another episode of the Apex Delta Coaching Podcast. Have a look down below for all the show notes, resources and links or search for Apex Delta Coaching on social media or just Google apexdeltacoaching.com and you'll find our website. Lastly, if you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe and leave a review. Any support is really appreciated and it helps to grow the podcast so more people can benefit from it going forward. Thanks for listening, have a good week, stay safe and we will talk soon.